0: These are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to WonderfulPistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code bravado for 10% off today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for homegirl say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster Your journey to hormone harmony starts now
1: Welcome to the black girl bravado podcast your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness I'm Brittany,
0: and i'm germany and not only are we besties, but we're your besties.
1: You heard me right
0: It's homegirl vibes here.
1: Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny.
0: And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties.
1: Hey, bookies and pookies. Oh, a two for one.
0: (laughs) The bookies and the pookies.
1: The bookies and the pookies. Hey, y'all. How are y'all doing? I know you're probably not used to hearing us here today, but... We decided to bring you some bonus content because why not? I I think you all deserve it.
0: I think so. You know,
1: I think they deserve it. Sweet treat of sorts. We're back on all platforms. Mm -hmm. We have lots to talk about, lots to say. And hopefully we have people who want to listen to what we have to say. I feel like if you hear if you're here you do. Yeah. So this past month We collaborated with Nike for their Talk of the Yard series, and we visited two HBCUs and had amazing conversations. So over the next two weeks, we're going to share those conversations with you all. They were really value-adding conversations, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think that you all would be able to benefit from the gems that were shared in said conversations. So we're going to share those. You're going to get lots of bonus content from us around those conversations and we're kicking off our first conversation with Summer. Yeah. Summer Brand, a queen.
0: Yes, a queen. Um Summer is very inspiring, like you said, and she just has a really great story to share. Anyone who is a young, um, black woman or woman identifying person, <laughs> um, in college or at an HBC, you will really find a lot of resonance in her story. And I think just Generally, being young women, you'll find a lot of value in um, learning t- what she has to say.
1: Definitely. I love speaking with Summer learning more about her story, her journey. And we're just going to get into the conversation. Let's get it. Hi. Hello. Y'all look in. Right. I'm Germany.
0: She said, Y'all acting shy. Y'all need to be a little more
1: up.
2: We came all the way from LA and we heard that y'all have pride. So if you have pride, make some noise. <laughs> okay. okay. Huh, I'm sorry, because y'all being funny. We just got out of homecoming. So what do we do during homecoming? We did H O M E C O M I N G.
0: So we know that you're involved in a lot here at Winston, but for those of, you know, who might not be familiar with what it is that you grew in your journey, would you mind sharing?
1: Um, just about
0: your
2: leadership roles here on campus. Of course, well for those of all. Well, those of you who don't know, I am Summer Brown. I'm a senior English major, concentration in Global Literary Studies. Um, I currently serve as Miss Senior. I'm Residence Hall Association President. I'm a side advocate for on-campus um, students within my organization. Um, Damn, what don't I do? I work in the writing Center, I'm a writing Center tutor, help people out every day. Um, and just a little bit more about me, I'm from New York. I'm here in single parent household, shout out to my mom. Um, it, it was hard to get here. Um, and I was very adamant about embracing my journey and embracing my um, opportunity, the experience that I have here in Winston. Because I know that a lot of people didn't get this opportunity. But I do also know that I got this opportunity for a reason. So I became very heavily immersed in student leadership just so that I could get the most out of my college experience.
1: I love that. Woo. I really admire that you engulf yourself in student leadership because when I was in college, I was just focused on getting in and getting out, go to school, go to work, you know, go home. So what inspires you to become so involved in student leadership here at Winston?
2: So, leadership was never anything that I was new to. I've been doing like student leadership since I was in high school. I've always shown leadership qualities all throughout school. Um, but I knew that once I was in college it was going to be a little different. I knew it was going to look different. I knew there were going to be different things that I would be able to do. Um, now, I graduated twenty I graduated high school in 2020, so that was right in the heart of COVID. I was right there. Um, so, my freshman year, I was in the North. I was in Covington Hall, just sitting in my room. Chilling and I said, you know what, I said next year if they open up campus. I'm gonna do everything that I can That's exactly what I said. I called my mom. I said mommy. I want to do everything I want to do every single thing that they have on this campus that I'm able to do and that's what I did So my sophomore year I came in I said listen What can I do? What org can I join, what can I run for, where, like, where can I get involved? So I just came on campus, got involved, I met people, I spoke to people, I met my friends, I met my supervisors, I started in housing Residence Life, shout out to you all. Um, started housing Residence Life, I was a DA, so I'm able to, I'm a so I'm able to talk to residents all the time, and after that it just went up from there. Um, and she's
0: really shared how proud how
2: proud she is to be here and how you guys
0: feel like a family to her. So I love that you're sharing that. But as a change maker, what um, challenges are you most passionate about? Issues?
2: Mm. There are a lot. <laughs> Definitely a lot. I would say my first one is advocating for black women. All the time, every time. Uh, that's always the first thing on my list. And that's advocating for black women in any area, and any avenue that I can. Um, I'm currently an RA in a freshman dorm. Shout out Covington, shout out my girls, Team one. <laughs> um, um, and I tell my girls all the time that I, I want them to take my place every single time. I tell them I do the things that I do not only for myself but for those who come after me. Because I know I'm not going to be the last ms Senior, I'm not going to be the last RHA President, I'm not going to be the last RA, I'm not going to be the last anything. And I want to make sure that I'm setting the example for those to come after me so that they can follow my footsteps and honestly do more than I, what I'm doing. Um, and the only way that I can do that is by being the example that I'm trying to set for them. Yeah. So advocating for them, letting them know that I'm here for them, we we are very close. And as mm-hmm. anyone knows, that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there for them. And I'm holding it down every single time. Um, but definitely just putting our needs and just putting black women at the forefront because it constantly isn't done. Yeah. A, a lot of times we are overlooked or missed, so it's nice when you can find a space where you feel seen, you feel heard, you feel understood. It's a lot of residents there, so. And I would definitely say, like here on campus, there are so many, like, we are a very female-dominated campus. We yeah. have way more women Ladies than we do, okay? <laughs> we have way more women than we've been, um, but even in that, just because there are many female-based organizations doesn't mean that everybody feels like they have a place. So I definitely try to do my part to make sure that everybody feels like they have a place. Um, and that's in making connections and making sure everybody, everybody feels
1: heard. So. Shout out to you for looking out for people other than yourself. That is so needed in community building spaces. and. I'm hoping like, so I have a little sister and she wants to go to an HBCU so bad. She's like, I need to go to an HBCU. I want to be surrounded by my people. I want to be around people who care about the things that I care about, who care about decisions that affect my overall well-being. So I would ask you, how has being a student at an HBCU affected your perspective when it comes to societal change and community impact?
2: Well, for one, an HBCU experience is so unique. And it is one that you cannot get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like no matter where you go, no matter how many people that are there that look like you, there's nothing like going to an HBCU. There's nothing like going to a Winter State, nothing like going to a North Carolina Central. You know, it's nothing like that. Um, now I'm I'm a product of an HBCU. My mom went to A&T. We don't all make good decisions, but you know <laughs> everybody has their own path. But um, so HBCU, that was that was in my blood. I was Born and raised around it, um, a lot of my cousins also went to a Still not making good decisions, but that's okay. Um, so I, I, just like your little sister, I was very adamant about going to HBCU, and it's one of the best decisions I ever made. And it's an experience that I would, that I want for other people, that I want other people to have. Um, and just while I've been here, like my leadership skills have been so poured into. And the person, the woman that I am now, I give so much credit to my family. They did their job. They did their part. But there were so many things that I learned here at this university that I would not have learned anywhere else. There are so many different things that if I would not have came to college, maybe these are things I, that I would have learned, but I wouldn't have learned it in the way that I did. And I feel like coming here really gave me the, the outlook to say, like, wow, like, this, this is really what it's like. like yeah. This is who I am as a black woman. This is what it looks like to be around like minded people. Mm-hmm. This is what it looks like to make friends with people who have big dreams. Like, my friends dream so big, so big. And I love them for that because because they dream big, I dream big. Because yeah. I know they're not to be friends with somebody who playing on big dreams. They're not going to be friends with somebody who's not trying to get on the same set of thing. So, since they're doing their thing, I'm like, yeah, I got to make sure I'm doing mine. So. The HBCU experience is so, it's so special, it's so special
0: we didn't get a chance to go to an HBCU, we didn't go to college, but I yearn to go to an HBCU as well. And I'm just so grateful that your family, like you have so many alumni that went to HBCU to like usher you into that space. Because I feel like personally, if you don't have somebody who's like, oh, this is an HBCU, you'll end up at a state college, like your state, whatever that is. So I, I love that for you and I'm glad that you spoke to that. How do you feel like this experience here as an, at an HBCU
2: has prepared you to continue to be a change maker? Post-grad? Mm-hmm. Well, ooh, I love that question, because I can talk a little bit more. Um, when I came to college, I was a nursing major. Mm-hmm. That's why. Came to college as a nursing major. I said, I don't want to do nursing no more. I want to be a business teacher. And I said, no, I don't want to sit in anybody's desk. I want to be a teacher. My mom's a teacher. So I said, mommy, I'm going to do just what you do. She was like, girl, you don't want to be no teacher. I said, yes, I do. How are you <laughs> going to tell me what I want to do? Um, and then I had to really sit and evaluate. I said, now, do I want to be a teacher, or do I want to help people? Now, if I want to help people, I can do that in a very different way. Because now that I've immersed myself so heavily into student leadership, I got bit by the bug. Now, me and the director have we have our little thing where we say we got bit by the bug. Because he also went to school. He didn't go to school to do the stuff that he does now. But um, I got bit by the student leadership bug. And that's because of my advisors, that's because of my supervisors, that's because of my peers. I now want to go into higher education, and I want to give to an HBCU the same thing that my HBCU gave to me. I want to be that advisor, I want to be that director, I want to be that supervisor. Um, And I realized I wanted to help people, and I wanted to make change in a way that would have a lasting impact on others, rather than kind of just like being in a classroom like, I constantly different people all the time, all the time, all the time. Yes, I have a class one year, but I'm not gonna have that same class you know, next year. Now I know that if I work in student affairs, I'll be able to have a little bit more personable connection with my, with the students that I um, come across. And it's just, it's just so much, because the journey to get here, and the things that you go through, and the way that you, when you know that you have a passion, and when you know that there's something that you want to do for others, and you know that you just have something that you need to share with, with other people, you just really need people around you to foster that and to help grow that. And I'm thankful that I have that.
0: It is always um, like influential people in your life that kind of help you move into the place that you're supposed to be. Right. And a lot of times it comes to advisors and family members. So I can totally see you being that for somebody. You're so passionate about this work that you're doing now. And I just see it going so much further.
1: I can too. I'm thinking like, who can I stay in the summer? Right. <laughs> It's time to find out who runs the yard. Introducing the 2023 Nike Yard Runners, student leaders at our nation's historically black colleges and universities, fearlessly inspiring change and boldly representing a rich legacy that started on the yard. Step into their world, witness their journey and be part of the movement. Head to Nike.com or the Nike app and grab your school or yard runner gear now.
0: Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this. You're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation.
1: What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me...
0: Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect.
1: And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank, it's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com bravado. Uh, so, Summer, you have shared with us how passionate you are and how involved you are with leadership and showing up, community service, the COVID-10 girls. How do you balance and manage your stress in your student life? Because I can imagine that if you get stressful, you have a lot on your plate at times, and mental health is very important. So how do you balance the two? Um.
2: Well, truthfully, self-care and, like, just, Making time for myself was not a thing until last year. I had a very, very, very hard year last year, like extremely hard. I was just going through a lot. There was so much that was going on just in my personal life as well as just in my academic life, and then into my social life where I was just like, this is too much. I felt like I was worn so thin. And I've always, like, since I've been here, I've been so heavily involved. Like, I've been everywhere. Like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm in this organization, I'm in that organization. And I was like, you know what? the way that I am, I can't just drop it. I can't, because I committed to it. And this is something that I said that I wanted to do, so I felt the need to follow through. Which was fine, but I found myself being worn so thin. So I would say the first thing that I did, the first big change I did was that I said no. I said I'm not gonna do all of this this year, especially because it's my senior year. It's my last, my last go around, and I said I wanted time for myself. I wanted time to enjoy my year. I wanted time to enjoy my friends, my family, my experience. And I knew I wouldn't be able to do that if I was pulled all different types of which ways. And now that I'm here this year, and I do have a little bit more time on my plate, and I have a little bit more that I can offer, I like to hang out with my friends all the time. Mm -hmm. I call them for everything. I'm like, hey, what y'all doing? What what y'all want to do today? Y'all want to go out? Let's go out to eat. Mm -hmm. They'd be like, no, we don't want to go out to you. I'm like, okay, well, what else we gonna do? Let's do something else. Um, And I just find so much comfort in them. They definitely get me through so much. Um, And I would say, maybe more personal, I just, I lay down, I lay down, down. I lay down. (laughs) Because rest was something that was so scarce for me last year. I said I would not take advantage of being able to lay down and take a nap. I will not take advantage of that. And simply just have time to myself, even if I'm not sleeping, just being in my room. I tell my residents all the time, don't knock on my door, unless you're dying. And I told them, first day, I said, I am pulled a hundred different ways. I will always be here for you all. Just text me first. Don't knock on my door. Because when I'm in my room, I like to be alone. This is the time that I have to myself. And I had to make sure that I made it a priority to prioritize
1: myself.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you implemented some boundaries mm-hmm. and I mean, for yourself and the people around you. Um, it's so easy to feel like because you have this abundance of what you want to give, mm-hmm. that you want to pour it out, pour it out, mm-hmm. pour it out, but, but if you don't fill your own cup
2: first and you're left defeated and mm-hmm. empty and it's like you don't have anything else And that's to exactly where I was. I was like, I want to give so much to everybody else and I know that I have so much to give, but how can I give to other people if, I, if I'm not giving to myself? I can't give you all 100 and I'm at zero. Or, I'm a, it, or even I'm at 50, that's not enough, if I'm trying to give you 100.
0: Yeah. So how do you plan to continue to promote mental health and wellness as you continue to journey as Ms. Senior? And just as Summer, like,
2: outside of this? Well, community has always been very important to me. And I know that mental health is a problem within our community, especially here on campus. Like, a lot of us are going through a lot of things, and there are a lot of people here right now who are going through a whole lot of stuff, but they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to put it out there. They don't want to make that connection. They don't want to say, hey, I need help. And I would say the first step that I did to advocate for mental health and to make that step towards making it a more candid conversation on campus was first, I did it. I asked for help. I told everybody, said, listen, y'all. I told my friends, I told my advisors, my supervisor, I can't do it. I need help. Please help me. Help me do this assignment. Give me some time. Just like, let's just set some time aside to talk. Let's do something just so that I can make sure that I'm okay. And I would definitely say with my residents, like with our programs, we always start our programs programs with a check-in. And even if our program is talking about financial literacy or anything else, if you all want to talk for this hour and some change about what's going on in your life, let's talk about it. Because I'd rather us make that space for you all to feel comfortable enough to come to me, to come to your peers, to have that conversation, than for me to catch it on the back end, and it's, oh, I've been going through this, I've been going through that. I tell them all the time, big problems started as little problems. They started small at some point. So when they were small, well, when they are small, I need y'all to come to me, I need y'all to tell me now, so that they don't become big problems. Because big problems are way harder to handle than little problems. So definitely just making the spaces for these young ladies here on campus and I definitely want to expand that like as a senior use my platform for good like we're not here to just look good like you know we real court always looks good (laughs) sure we always look good but it's not about that it's not just about that yes we're here yes we serve as the face of our class the face of our university but what is the impact if we're not doing the work that needs to be
1: And I love your generation for being aware of the need to create the space because I know when I was in college, not to reveal my age, but it was a little taboo to talk about mental health. It's like, just go to school, graduate, do we need to do, and then like school was such a small piece of life when you look back. But I wish we would have had that space and that opportunity to really cultivate the importance of mental health and have those honest, transparent conversations with each other and let each other know, like, girl, I'm struggling too. Like, you know, I'm going through it too. I have things going on too. So I'm really happy that you're being the force to set that up. Absolutely. I just don't wait.
2: like. People sometimes feel like that just because, like, you have a platform or you're within student leadership, and we talk about this all the time. All of, all of us as student leaders, we have the conversation of, like, people feel like we, we're not going through stuff too, And we are, because we're all going through something. Just because I have my title or you have your title doesn't mean that you're exempt from feeling something. It doesn't mean that you're exempt from going through something. We're here at Winston-Salem State University. That does not mean life for me in New York. That doesn't mean that. My mom is still going to work every day. My family is still up there living their life, doing things or whatever. Life is still going on outside of this. And that's something that I feel like we tend to forget, is that just because we're here, we're not just in a bubble. I know not may feel like that. yeah. But once we go home, it gets real. I love going home, but home is different. It's way different than North Carolina. And to be there, it always brings me back to reality to say like, hey, it's a lot going on here. And there are a whole lot of different things that we need to do to make sure that we're still bringing ourselves back down to earth and stay like, listen, it's cool that what we have going on right here is great, but it's still stuff going on, and that's OK. Yes. If you could give
0: maybe one piece of advice for anybody here and whoever will hear this, uh, a young student who's just beginning college and wants to aspire to be a change maker,
2: mm-hmm. what would it be? Mm-hmm. One piece of advice that I would give, it's hard to narrow it down to just. Give us a very hard, very hard. A couple pieces. Um, I, would say, I would definitely say the first piece is to be yourself. Be yourself, be authentic, be true, be who you are because I didn't get my position by being somebody else. That didn't happen. I was voted in because I was, cause I was something to be. Like, that's what it is. Like, people knew me as a leader that I made myself to be. And because of that, that's who I am, and that's who people know me to be. Now, if I were to switch it up, be somebody totally different, start acting funny, they're not going to like that. So you just got to be yourself, like start off strong, start off as yourself. And especially if you start off on something that you are not, you got to keep that up. You got to keep that up. If you start off saying like, oh, I do this, oh, I do that, oh, I do this, oh, I do that, it may seem like people aren't checking for it now. Everybody's coming to collect. Everybody's coming to collect. You say, you you say, oh yeah, I do this, I do that, I do this in the community, I do that in the community, okay, so do it, period. That's it, straight like that. And that's a second piece of advice. Stand on what you, stand on business. Stand on business. If you say that you on this and you on that, be on that. Because if you're not on that, somebody is coming to collect. And that's just all that is. Everybody is always watching. Whether you think that you are somebody or you're not somebody, somebody's always watching. Because wherever you are right now is not where you're gonna be, forever. So what you do right now sets the tone for what you do later. She said what she said. (laughs)
0: Wow. What a great conversation. Summer's a really good girl, as you guys heard, as you all heard. Very inspiring. We knew that she would drop gems. And it was just, you know, a really great time being at WSSU. We were welcomed. And I'm just so happy that we were able to meet such inspiring people, such change makers.
1: I love the intergenerational conversation yes. that we were able to have felt good speaking yeah. with one of our little sisters. So, Summer, we're wishing you the best. You all, if you enjoyed this conversation, please stick around because we're going to have many more like this coming over the next two weeks, like I mentioned at the top of the episode. And make sure you go get your Nike Yard runners gear.
0: Yeah, in the Nike app. All the information is down in the show notes. We'll see y'all in a few. Love you. Bye.